You're listening to Primitive Intelligence Podcast. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. This is episode seven. Seven? Seven. Lucky number lucky seven. Lucky, uh, or lucky unlucky seven. number seven, however yeah. you feel. This week's episode is being brought to you by coffee. Coffee. I am out of energy this week. And Dean Martin. Not officially, mm. but yes. if anyone likes Dean Martin. It would be kind of impressive if he showed up and said, I'm officially endorsing you. That would be quite uh, an episode. Yeah, as long as he didn't stay too long. Well. Because, you know, I don't know how that would work if you're sleeping at night. And he shows up and he's like, you know. Andy Martin. <laughs> Light gentle on your mind right now. <laughs> Sorry. I was listening to that on the way home. It's a great song. That's Listen funny. to it. So, yeah, and then we're also um, being bombarded by the rays of the sun because now there's no clouds yeah. in the sky. I'm getting a suntan. I got to wear sunglasses while we're recording because I can't see otherwise. Well, this house is, is pretty awesome because it, it the right side of the house, I guess, depending on how you look at it, yeah. but the one side of the house is it, it gets the full uh, spring and summer sun and fall, I guess. Right. Uh, but it, it's uh, sometimes when you're sitting here, it gets to be a little much. It's Yeah, it's bright. Yeah. It's, it's hard to see the, this, the computer screen. Yeah. Wait till summer when it, it, it notches it up about 10, 20 degrees. It feels like it. Yeah. When you're sitting here, if you're trying to have something to eat. Oh, you can definitely feel it just sitting here now. It's oh, yeah. just warmer here. Yeah. Speaking of sun, I saw this thing on, uh, I don't even know what the hell I was looking at. I was just looking online about these uh, Earth-sized UFOs that are um, orbiting around the sun. No way. Yeah, one shaped like a U and one shaped like an X. Huh. Or maybe it's the Death Star. That nature's morph. Uh, could be. X's and O's. I don't yeah, know where the U would come from. Yeah. Yeah, the U. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, no O's. So, so it's a planet-sized UFO yeah. orbiting the sun, and they in they the come shape and go. Of an X and a U. Yeah, and that's weird. Yeah, they're so big you can see their gravitational for- field. Not sure I believe that. No, me neither. It was interesting. Oh well, yeah, I'm sure someone believes it. Well, yeah, they had it on the internet. If they, it's got to be true. It's got to be true. If it's on the internet. Well, if they show up, then maybe I'll believe them. I don't think I want them to show up. Well, not not because if they're that big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they really couldn't get that close. They throw our gravitational balance off, and we go either crashing in the sun or hurtling out in the space. Be bad. Plus, it would be really weird to wake up in the morning and see a big X in the sky. It's like you are here. Yeah, maybe that's what the, where that comes from. Mm. So if they're oh, if you're on I know the space where it comes from, I know what the X and the U are. The X and U. There's waiting for the rest of them to show up. Because it's going to spell Xenu. <laughs> and if That's you don't, Scientologist yes. joke for everyone out there. <laughs> You're going to wake up one day. It's going to say Xenu. Xenu in this guy. Property of Xenu. Yeah. So if you're on the spaceship and there's a map in the food court and it says you are here with an X, what do you do? You're like, well, of course I'm there. Yeah. How do I get to the U? Uh, Maybe for them it's like going to the Y. There's a joke somewhere. <laughs> I just can't. I'm not. I'm not awake yet enough from work to actually be able to put that together. Yeah. Right. And that was complicated. Yes. And that's only after your first couple of sips of coffee. So it'll be interesting to see what happens later. Yeah. Yeah. I already had a beer, and I, it almost put me to sleep before we started. So well, the beer and the coffee always go good together. Yeah. Now I evens it out. I normally don't drink caffeine anymore, uh, because at work, the caffeine doesn't really work well with nerves. When you have to deal with non like, I don't say nonsense. I was going to say nonsense, but with uh, difficult and complex uh, and, t- and trying situations, so it's easier not to have it in your system. But today, I got through with all the troubling and complex situations I had earlier 
so I decided to have a cop. And Ooh. so, whole well, well, big, tall, uh, tall boy. A tall boy. Whatever the hell you call it. I don't know. What, the, you like a vin- like what do they call it? Like, no, not that big. That's, that's the, the you're looking at one of those, the big, big, I don't know what you want to call them. A big cup. Traveler cups. Traveler cup. Yeah. yeah, this was just your normal big guy. Um, but yeah, so, I, and I had it sitting at my desk and then I, I didn't drink the whole thing until I was ready to leave. I started drinking it. And I chugged it, so it's probably just cooking in right. It's cooking in. <laughs> it's going to be spocking in any time, too. So if I'm talking a little fast, that's that's why. I'm actually talking like the way I used to talk back when my stress levels and nerves and brain could handle. Yes, caffeine. stress makes you talk faster, usually. Yes. Yes. Well, unless you're just beat the fuck down. Well, yeah. I know some people talk so fast you almost can't understand them. And I, I, t- I have a tendency to, too. When I get on a roll, I start talking really fast. My sister I, was always like that. I try to... Not stress, she just always talked like that. Yeah. Yeah, I've always talked fast, so I try to... I, I've consciously made an effort to slow down my speaking. Hmm. I don't know if I ever really consciously tried to do that. Although, as you probably can tell, sometimes my tongue doesn't always want to work in the order it's supposed to. Oh, yeah. No, that happens all the time. Like the whole tongue-tied thing really does happen to me. It does exist. Which is why I pause the way I pause. Yeah, I do that too. I'll start and I'll be like, my tongue feels like it's flipping upside down, trying yeah. to get words out before you're supposed to be there. And there was that one thing we talked about last week where you'll be thinking of your, your brain will be thinking of one thing and you'll be talking about something else and then it'll spit the wrong word out. Like, you know, I was driving in that orange and you're like, wait a yeah. minute, that's not what I meant to no, say. No, I meant to say I was driving down the road and an orange car went yeah, by me. And it just didn't. Yeah. yeah. No, your brain gets ahead of itself. Maybe that's uh the beginnings of ESP. Hmm. I did hear something interesting. It probably has no basis in reality whatsoever, but it was interesting. It's because all these kids are now coming up with, uh, are being born with autism. Yes. And I have always thought, and I still do think, that it has probably more to do with the preservatives and and the environment. All okay. the All the external influences. Yeah, all the crap that's being put in food. Right. Of course, we've never probably ever had statistics before current day to measure it, so maybe it's a normal curve. I don't think it is. But someone actually made this comment where they said that maybe it's a possibility that with all of this technology, because we've recognized, I don't know if it's real, but we've recognized a spike that maybe we're currently evolving as we speak to manage the technological input. And this is part of that evolution. And, I mean, it's not working, but... So, wait. So the, What the, they're saying is that autism is an evolutionary advance it's a, it's to a step. be able to interact with technology? It's a step. It, it, well, exactly. Well, that, mm-hmm. you're as confused as I am. Yeah. But, if I ever saw that person, I'm going to punch him in the face. That's, that's the dumbest thing I think I've ever heard. Autism is not a... a step. Well, no. No. It's a... Un- unless... Well, I think the theory behind it, and I don't know anything, I'm thinking for myself, is I'm thinking maybe they thought that there are some autistic people who have superior intelligence, and they could pick the things up quicker, and they could adapt quicker. Okay. And the thinking is perhaps that part of it is evolving to match the technological, Mm. there's that tongue thing. Yeah, I think it has more to do with the fact that the companies that produce and uh, manipulate our food mm-hmm. 
uh, don't give a shit what they're putting in there. Yeah. And they're just fucking us all. On that piggybacking off of that, I heard there was something passed recently for Monsanto. Uh, I have no idea anything about the company, except I think they're based out of California. Mm-hmm. And I've heard there's a lot of they're they're doing genetic manipulation uh, for seeds and and things like that. And something was passed recently that said they don't have to tell you if something's been changed. Hmm. So in other words, if you're buying corn at the supermarket. Uh, the government has said they don't have to tell you it's been genetically altered. Really? Yes. And it's not just corn and corn, but you could pick up a, a jar of peanut butter and it might have corn oil, and the corn oil came from a genetically altered corn product. Yeah. So you know, they, they don't have to tell you that. What confused me was where, what did they consider genetic alteration and genetic manipulation? Because a lot of food is like oranges don't you know that you buy in a store don't taste like that naturally they've been they've been altered corn doesn't grow corn is actually bitter um what else is there but um, i think they're what they're actually talking about is specific genetic manipulation like down at the molecular level they're yes. changing the genetic code of yeah. the now again i'm going to talk on my ass here which we do normally mm-hmm. but from from the crap i've heard which is all rhetoric and possibly not real so don't anybody take this seriously uh is that there 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 are farmers in india a lot of farmers in india who uh and it's not monsanto i don't believe but it's another company right like them who they're buying these uh seeds from and they can't uh you can't replant them so they're like I guess they're only good for like one planting season or I don't know how the hell it works but these farmers are getting roped into these contracts and they can't afford to then go back and oh. buy more seeds and then they can't use what they have so there's a there's like a whole there's a big problem over there. Yeah, I wish I could remember the name of the company but yeah, of course I, I it's it. all talking on my ass. Yeah. So what what what's happening is a company is producing the seeds. Yes. The the Offspring from those seeds, the, the material that grows in those seeds, you, is only good for one generation, and the next generation can't grow. It becomes yes. sterile. And I think there's a contract involved. So if you don't have a contract and you're growing that seed, they can legally come in and destroy your crop or something like that. Yeah, see, that's crazy. Well, I agree. But it's a weird time we live in. It is. It really is a weird time we Because live in. if you told me when I was like – in junior high, that they were going to manipulate, 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 <laughs> genetically manipulate vegetables, I would have never believed you. I'm like, that's Soylent Green. Like, when are they going to, you know, it doesn't oh. make sense. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I guess it does. I grew up with a lot of sci fi, so I would have believed it. It's just weird. It is weird. They're, they're, they're trying to uh, clone. What was I listening to today? They're talking about uh, being able to. I think it was on uh, Mysterious Universe I was listening to. A great podcast. Excellent podcast. And I think it was uh, one of the back episodes. I had missed a couple. They were talking about a company that was um, they're, they're trying to reintroduce. Oh, what are they, what the, they calling it? The, uh, pa- the pigeon. Yeah, the pigeon. Not not the uh, passenger pigeon? Yeah, or the, was it the, yeah uh, some kind of passenger pigeon. Yeah. And uh, it would take like 75 to 100 years to do it. Yeah. But, I mean, so there's a lot of genetic stuff they can do. Um. Well, that's why the Bush administration passed a law that said you 
are not legally uh, it's it's not legal to manipulate the human DNA, so you can't have like uh, pigmen running around. It's illegal to have pigmen, well, or like eagle eyes or anything like that. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a two eagle eyes. Hmm. I was watching Modern Marvels before, and they're talking about a, a sunglass company called Eagle Eyes. Oh shit! Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it is interesting. But as somebody, the only reason I say something like that is because my eyes are not the best uh, you know i'm not blind right uh but i've had glasses since i was like in third grade and my eyes you know in this age staring at screens all day and all week my eyes are very fatigued at the end of the week and just the thought that one day if i were to go blind they could let's say take uh, one of my own cells and re- regrow my eyes better right that's not a bad idea no no i can understand where they, they don't want to manipulate things to um create pigmen mm-hmm. but for uh just for that reason where you could all right you've you're you need a new liver or right. something like that i mean donors are hard to come by right um why not be able to grow one i i don't see a problem with i don't see a problem with that i really don't and uh, and the only problem Right now, at least probably for the next hundred or couple hundred years, if we survive after that, is that it's going to be monetarily heavy. Wow. Sorry. I'm still work bogged down brain stuff. (laughs) I got words. uh, Big words. Uh, Aren't working. But you know what I mean. It's uh, it's going to be heavily regulated by business and not the government. So if anything like that were to happen... It's only going to be the wealthy. Well, yeah, it'll be a, a corporate thing, right? Yeah, which it sucks. It does. Uh, but that's it, why the the giant X and U need to come down and, you know, I, why would you have it in the shape of an X and I U? Don't know. If you're aliens, how would you know? Well, I guess an X is pretty much common, and I guess a U is it would. I guess a U would be common. It's common shape, I guess. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean, see, it's catching. They may not be. Um, modeling themselves after an alphabet they're just common shapes that'd be a weird shape to have a spaceship for though yeah well so is a flying saucer a saucer is a weird shape to have a ufo no not if you're thinking aerodynamic there's no aerodynamics in space no but if you have to leave the planet to get to outer space well how come the space shell doesn't look like a saucer because we don't have that technology (laughs) no but think about this if you're on a planet and you have a car. You're not going to have a car for the planet and a car for outer space. You're going to have one car. You're not going to be able to afford two cars. Not the average, you know, they alien. Can, they can get from wherever they are, from X to U. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know, cost is really an issue for them. I suppose. They probably don't have the whole corporate thing that we have here. That, yes. Or maybe they were basing it off of, like, kit from our last conversation mm-hmm. where instead of having the little flaps to go up to make it break or you know it's just all round yeah well i agree with you though it, it that's the only thing i could see is that it would be aerodynamic but as we've had conversations in the past i don't think propulsion and um 
aerodynamics have anything to do with anything. Well, no. As soon as we, as soon as the technology develops to a point, you're not going to have to worry about speed to fly, and therefore you don't have to worry about the, the you know, the pressures of air and lift. Yeah, especially if they're. Um, uh, I think anything, anything that can go from uh, star system to star system wouldn't be using a traditional propulsion anyway. They'd be hmm. using uh, wormholes. I or agree. Well, you couldn't. Extra dimensional. There's no. Is is completely illogical to think that you would. I mean, in the beginning, I suppose you'd have to. But mm-hmm. if you're traveling that fast, you, there's no way to be able to see a golf ball sized piece of iron ore in your path, which might penetrate your entire spaceship. Well, you'd have to have shields. Or well, something. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so the shape of the ship means absolutely nothing. Oh no. Yeah. No, it, it it really doesn't. And the whole idea is, I guess it's a necessary distraction to, to, to think that you're going to travel as fast as you possibly can through space and not worry about anything in your path. Yeah. Well, I don't. They're, maybe they're not thinking about speed. See, I think we look at it the wrong way. We, we think of anything needs to go faster to go places. They, just, they don't think about it in terms of speed. They think about it in terms of... Of space. Of position. Yes. Yeah. But what I'm... Well, what I'll say to, to back that up is that if you're traveling through normal space, there are going to be obstacles. Mm-hmm. And if you're traveling at a speed, in our words, you would have to be able to navigate around those obstacles, around those obstacles mm-hmm. which is not going to be possible at the speeds we think would be necessary to get us to go oh no right yeah oh if you're looking at like a star trek or something like that where they're it's not gonna no. yeah they're like well like warp eight right there's they're flying through so much crap it's not gonna, yeah it would never 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 no no i mean there'd be comets and asteroids and uh just pieces of debris and right satellites and anything anything space worms and all kinds of shit out there and you'd be space worms oh i'm sure they exist you think, you know, I mean, look how big the universe is. You could say anything that probably exists. I agree. There's no way to say it doesn't. Exactly. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Prove me wrong that there's no such thing as a space worm. The, the invisible man in the clouds is going to come down. <laughs> and <laughs> beat me with his space worm? He's like, he's like, listen, you said anything <laughs> is possible, therefore I'm possible. Well, yeah, there may be an invisible man in the clouds who calls himself God somewhere. That's true. Is he the creator of the universe? I don't know so much about that. And then, and then you have to ask which universe, and then That's how many true. universes. That's true. You know, religion is a very touchy subject if you if you want to get that far deep. Yes, but they most religious uh, conversation doesn't um, encompass that kind no. of scale. It's all earth centric. Yes, we are the chosen um, we were until our generation until within our generation when the the vatican at least um if you're speaking with Catholic, the, christian christianity with the final pope with yes with the, where the not well not this pope but when they said that ufos are a possibility yes which well, is unfounded yeah well they didn't say ufos are a possibility they said that believing in extraterrestrial life doesn't necessarily mean that you don't believe in god mm. that god could have created life on other planets oh then i'm wrong then never mind. I take that back. I thought they actually said that 
something more to the fact that they thought that UFOs were a possibility or that other life in the universe was a possibility. Other life in the universe, yeah. Okay. Saying that believing in other life doesn't uh, mean that you don't believe in God. Okay. Or doesn't uh, uh, contradict the belief in God. God could have created life on other planets, too. We're just his favorites. Of course we are. We're awesome. We are the the best thing in the universe. I know I am. See, there you go. (laughs) Of course I'm not. Mm, coffee ah, bourbon. <clears throat> see i'd like to get <clears throat> excuse me i'd like to get some stories i, I put out a few uh, feelers uh this past week try to get some stories from people about um phenomena phenomena yeah weird stuff like that phenomena things that song is stuck in my head every once i'll be sitting on a traffic light phenomena well it was really weird because where that comes from is i was we listened to mysterious universe and uh it was one day I was at work, and they said phenomena like ten times in, in like three minutes, and all of a sudden I went do 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 do, and in the, in the back of my head there's like this muppet going do 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 do. Yeah, it's that's a Sesame a, Street yeah, reference. Very, for, very you know. catchy song. Have you ever heard it? But yeah, so I'd, I'd like to get some stories like that for stuff because I've I've got stories, but you know, don't want to keep telling my stories about stuff. I well, I don't really have stories i have maybe a couple nothing major yeah well i mean i've i've i'm just naturally observant about stuff um and i spend a lot of time especially from your house and and back then yeah but it's 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 weird because i i don't like talking about the stuff just simply because there's so many little stories that at some point it's like you know how many how many things can one person experience right you know. And the more you talk about it, it's it's just the fact that the more you talk about weird things happening, the more it sounds like you want weird things to happen. Yeah. And that your brain is more geared towards that direction. Right. I mean, everyone has some weird things. I was actually just thinking about today, um, about the one experience I had it has absolutely nothing to do with weird phenomena, but do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Um, <laughs> where when I was growing up young as a young kid, it's uh, usually when you grow up, well, yeah. I meant to say <clears throat> as a yes. kid, we had this enclosed back porch and back then, not a lot, of, there weren't a lot of air conditioners unless you had money. Right. So, there was an enclosed back porch where if it got warm, we had like a hide-a-bed. So if you were a kid, you want to go sleep out on the porch, you can. And uh, I remember I had this dream, <clears throat> excuse me, where we, or I remember waking up and going for a walk into my backyard. And I hung out in the backyard and then I walked back. But it was one of these, it, it could have been a dream. All right. But the most, the thing that stood out was I remember my feet getting wet from the dew, which makes me think that it was real. However, I can't really say either way. Were your feet wet when you woke up? Well, I went back to bed and, and I woke up hours later. Right. You think there were pine needles or something on your, in your bed? or? I don't, at the time, I don't remember. Yeah. But it just seemed, seemed very real? It seemed very real. Now, and I don't, as far as I know, I'm sure I've slept, sleepwalked, 
sleptwalked, mm-hmm. sleepwalked yeah, a couple of times in my life. I, I know, you know, back in my 20s when I was drinking, there were a couple of times where you wake up and you got to pee and you... Well, that's, that's you not know. so much sleepwalking as it is, you know, you were drunk and you had to pee. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's weird. Not really phenomena weird. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Phenomena. Do, do. But I, I don't know. You should get into some of yours. The only, I, I really, the the weirdest, no, I shouldn't even say that's not really weird. But there was always this, um, it's probably more cultural than family, where if you smell roses, and it's a strong smell of roses, mm-hmm. somebody may have died. And I have had that experience. And it got to the point where, at the, well, it only happened once, but I've heard it. So I don't know if it was ingrained in my brain, but I remember smelling it, thinking to myself, something's wrong. Right. And it was uh, an extremely strong smell, and there was no one around to have that, to produce that. There was no perfume. There was no one else. And someone did die. Hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it since it's only happened like once. Sometimes once is all it takes. That's true. I mean, it's it's an experience that you that you had. I mean, you can confirm it for yourself, and that's the thing about the, things like that. You can't always, you know, there's not always somebody there to to confirm it, and that's why it's, some of that stuff's so hard to try to explain or or discuss because it's uh, how do you uh, how do you make how do you tell somebody a story like that and then sit there and go, well, I'm not crazy. It happened. You know, I don't think there's a way. Yeah, I don't think there is. And it's I mean, like, and I've I've told you some of the stuff that I've I've uh, I've seen, and I'm not saying that everything is is completely unexplainable. It's just unexplainable by me. Um, but yeah, I mean, how do you? At some point, you just kind of get like maybe I'm maybe I'm the crazy one, but I have had a few uh, instances where I've had people there to experience the situation with me, and it's like okay, that happened. I think everyone, to a certain extent, is crazy. Mm-hmm. But I think the amount of crazy things that happen that you can't that you can't explain sort of outweighs not being crazy, or or, or being crazy, being crazy. Being cra- yeah. You know what I mean? I just think that I've had some weird shit happen, some small weird shit, where you can write it off. Yeah. Where you're like, okay. I'm thinking this is this something yeah. weird happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's there's always those little things like that where you're just like, okay, that was that was weird. But there's a lot of people. The way I look at it is, if you, the people who think there may be, let's say, ghosts, mm-hmm. or there may be spirits, or there might be something else, most of those people don't want to actually know they're out there. So they shut their senses off right. because they don't want to know it. And they more the, the more that they think it might be out there, the more they get scared because they don't really want to know. Mm-hmm. And I, com- I agree. If, if something like that was out there and you're sitting in your, your house, the only safe haven you have, and you there's shit around. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. I guess I'll, I'll talk about this one. And this is... Uh, uh, I know, and I've, I've told you this story, um, but it, it started out with um, well, actually when I was a kid, a friend of mine 
uh, woke up, looked out his window, like he lived on a farm. And uh, like in the morning, he's telling us a story. He's like, ah, I woke up, I had this really weird dream. I looked out the window, and there was this. And this is before I start hearing stories about the, the oh, triangle, yeah, yeah. the flying triangle. I remember. Like, there was this. There was this triangle outside. He's like, uh, I looked at it. I went back to sleep. I woke up. You know, all right, no big deal. <clears throat> about I don't know, God, maybe ten years later, twelve years later, um, I'm talking to him, and uh, he's in the same house. So it's, it's Grandparents were uh, farmers, so they had lots of property. And he comes home. He's, he's coming home from a, a date or something like that. He, he gets to his house. He gets out of his car. And he's like, wow, the, the moon is really bright. And he realizes that the moon is on the other side of the property. <laughs> so he's he's like, what the you know what the hell? And he's watching yeah. this thing. And it's out over. Now, this is in um, Newfoundland. Right. And now Newfoundland uh, is in a valley. Yeah. So on one side, I lived on one side of the valley up on top of the hill. Um, his his family's property was up on the other side uh, near Greentown. No, there's not a lot of, there's not a big city, so there's not a lot of no. light. No, there's not a lot of light. Light pollution. Yeah, there's not a lot of anything. I mean, it's out in the middle of nowhere. And so this thing is out over um, like Newfoundland, Gouldsboro, like that area okay. from what he can see. Now, he's up on the opposite side of the valley. So he can see it over there, and he says he, he sees it, it, it gets closer, and it, it stops, and it's like, Maybe over the town, which and Newfoundland at the time had a population of maybe about five hundred people. No, it's not a lot. Yeah, not a lot. Yeah. and it, it, everything closed at eight o'clock at night. So I mean, it's this is like two o'clock in the morning. So then it, he, he saw it, and it looked like it came like over his uh, neighbor's farm, and it sat there. And he said it was that triangle, and there it sat, and it it hovered, and uh, so it, it's a uh, like over his neighbor's farm, right? And it's a it's a triangle. And he's looking at it, and you can say you can see it kind of like rocking back and forth, and not it's not making any noise; it's just hovering there. So then it, it moved over, and it sat there for maybe thirty seconds. It it moved over into another field, sat there for a couple seconds, and then it was gone. It just moved away really quick. Right. And you know now this is the second time he said he's seen this thing, and he's not the kind of person who made up stories, but it's like what. How do you take that seriously? Right. How, do you, how right. does somebody tell you that story and take that seriously? So maybe a couple of years later, um, I'm at my house, uh, girlfriend sleeping over, and wakes up, wakes me up, and says she saw a triangle fly over. And I'm thinking, you know, she would talk in her sleep, so I'm thinking she's that's a dream. She thought like she saw, dream yeah, or something like she that. saw something like fly over to the bed, like in the house. Oh, okay. And I'm not thinking like. Trying, it never even dawned on me, and I'm like, all right, whatever, go back to sleep. Um, it was maybe a year or two after that. Me and a friend of mine, I won't mention his name. We'll call him Steve. Steve. Um, Steve. So we're out uh, in our the back of the property there, uh, back by our pond, and uh, you got to figure the house sat up about 15 feet above where we were. It had been dished out. They had built a, a retaining uh, dam. Okay. Uh, for a flood project, because I don't know if you remember back in the 50s, there was a big flood out there. Yeah. So they had built these uh, retaining ponds. So we were down in the dish, which is, you know, puts the house about 20 feet above us. The treetops are up over the tree, over the house. So they're up another 15, 20 feet. So 40 feet up to where you can see clear sky from where okay. we're standing. That's a pretty that's big a, amount. That's yeah. a big amount. Yeah, that's four stories. It's a four-story yeah. building you're looking at. So we're standing out there, and um, I, I we were doing... Uh, we're just stargazing, basically. 
we would go out and look for satellites because that's how clear the sky gets around here when it's when it's clear. It's, and that's really awesome. You can see satellites. Yeah. And not just like one or two. Not just you like could see a space moving. station. Yeah, you can see like faint satellites. So we're out there. We used to call them space taxis. Huh. So we got there. We had a couple of coffees and we we're watching space taxis. You know? And uh, so I've got my binoculars and I just am looking and I just through the trees catch something moving. And I put my binoculars right on it and Steve's standing right there next to me and son of a bitch it's a fucking triangle jesus yeah what do you do exactly i'm just like uh Uh, how old were you uh 23 all right something like that yeah 20 so you have a little bit of experience on you Yeah. yeah and you know and weird shit has always kind of followed me so by this time i'm surprised but i'm not Overly surprised. Yeah, I'm not, like, flabbergasted. I'm like, holy shit, I'm actually seeing this. And this is where it gets gets weird. Like, that's not weird enough, but it (laughs) flew. That's pretty weird. Over, it was just clearing the tops of the trees Okay. from our point of view. Now, how big? High up? Or I'll say that. Was it high or was it? I would would guess, and I I don't know the exact dimensions of it, so I can't give you an exact uh, height, but it was... Just over the treetops by maybe fifteen to twenty feet. Okay. So it was low. Okay. From I mean, and I'll, you gotta remember, I'm looking up at this thing from forty feet lower than the house, but it went right over the roof of the house, right over the trees. Okay. And so it was close. It close was, enough where you're startled. Yeah. Okay. And close enough that you should hear something. Something. And there wasn't a sound. What did Steve say? <laughs> did you just fucking see that? <laughs> and we both said the same thing. I mean, I'm I'm like hitting him with one hand, like looking at I'm like, are you seeing this? And he's like, yeah. And I watch it. It goes over and it, it goes out of sight. And I can see, and when I, when I think about it in my head, I can see the triangle outline. Mm-hmm. I can see um, lights, three lights on the sides. And it, it had, um, I, I don't want to say it was sharp edges, but it had thickness to it. Had right? a definition. It had a definition. And then there was, on the bottom, there was three dimmer lights on each corner. And in the center, there was a red glow. I'm not going to say it was a light, it was a red glow. glow. So let me ask you this. For people around here, at night, the sky, even though it's dark, has light. Yeah. Was this an absence of light? This no, this was a shadow. This was a, so it was a shadow. This is something that was blocking everything behind. Yeah, okay. you got to figure when it's when it's dark uh, out here and you're looking at the stars. The sky is not black. It's no. a dark, dark blue. It, right. It was a black object on a dark, dark blue background, okay. blocking out the stars, blocking out everything behind it. Now this thing went over. Now I saw um, the three lights on the back. There was. There was three lights on the back side of this triangle, and it was flying point first. All right. Okay. Now, I saw this, and it, it went over to trees. And now, my first thing is to turn to Steve and say, what the hell did you just see? <laughs> yeah. Did I just see what I just saw? Yeah, like, without telling him what I saw, I wanted to hear what he said so that maybe I was having a stroke, and I'd be okay with that. <laughs> you know? My eyes. I'm seeing spots. Yeah. And he says, I just saw... A triangle fly over. But here's where it gets weird. 
his description of the the light layout this is what i remember is different from what you saw from what i saw not by much but different from what i saw now i instantly thought back to the two stories that my my friend told me when i was when we were younger what my girlfriend saw mm-hmm. and now what we just saw and other people have said you know there's this triangle there's trying well now i've seen this thing and i'm baffled i don't know what i just saw i know that that somebody else just saw it but they saw something slightly different i imagine your heart's kind of pumping my heart's pumping your brain is kind of yeah just all over all yeah completely like adrenaline has just completely replaced all the blood in your system and your body is in like what the fuck just happened mode i need to tell somebody but what do i tell exactly yeah so i'm trying to I'm trying to make sense of all this as to what the hell this was and then, so I don't tell a lot of people. Right. You know, you know this, if, however many people ever listen to this is the most people, you know, right. who have heard the story. And, um. Well, now it's out there for the history. Yeah. So, I kind of, it's always there. I always, always think about it. But now I start hearing, you know, years go down the road and you start hearing more people talk about this flying triangle. And it's. I remember seeing this one show where they're talking about this, you know, people see this triangle and it's over multiple states that they see it and everybody reports a slightly different thing. Was that one show where the guy used to wear like the, the raincoat? What the hell? Remember that, the mysterious, it was like a, yeah, no, 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 no. This was like mysteries. A, no, this is like mysteries. A, no, 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 not that right. one. This is like, um, it was like a UFO special. Oh, okay. TV. Um, but everybody reported seeing something slightly different. And I, I, all I can think about is that we were standing right side by side, closer than I'm sitting across the table from you. Okay. And we saw something slightly different. Now, do I think what I saw was an alien? Was was it a UFO? Yes, it was a UFO. In the idea that I can't identify what I saw, right. was but it an alien craft? Was it man-made? It could have been. Now, my house is only um, in a straight line, maybe six miles from an army base. You're man-made. It, it could very well be man-made. Possibly, I guess. I what baffles me is how I saw something slightly different than what he saw. Now, was it adrenaline that made us recall it differently? Or is it some kind of... Because I know they're working on light refraction and uh, like cloaking technology. Well... Could it be something like that? Sure, it could be. But I don't think it is. I think that there is a human flaw where... The brain wants to think, wants to record what it sees. Mm -hmm. But if it can't see something, it extrapolates what it's seeing. And then that is instantly put down into memory. Okay. Uh, It doesn't mean you didn't see what you saw. What it means is that it took what information it has and it made an image. It made an image. And if you have uh, something that you can't see and someone else sees something that they can't see, their brain basically interprets it. And puts it down to memory. Right. It's, it's exactly the same problem that uh, cops have when something happens and people see a, a suspect, yet they really can't pinpoint that subset, the suspect. Right. Subspect. Subspect. Where, uh, you know, one person might see something and then another person might see something. And it's just the, I think it's the brain, it's a human trait. It fills in the gaps. I don't want to say it's a flaw. I, I said it's a flaw. It fills in the gap. Yeah. 
See, I, it could be that, but it, it seems like it happens to any any group of people who see this thing. It, that's what happens. It, it, that's exactly what yes. happens. And I've heard the same thing. It's always little differences, right? Now you'd think, like, but specific differences. Like I know the pattern of the lights that I saw. He, I mean, like, this is it, they were like one, two, three, but he saw them like all one light. And we never, I never took my eyes off. It's not like it changed. The light pattern changed. So I, I would think it could be something like, um, uh, this is like, all right, I'm not going to say uh, it's far-fetched because the whole story is out there. But what better kind of cloaking device would there be to, I mean, we know our mind, our brains work on electrical impulse. Right. To be able to emit a signal that goes out to anybody, you know, maybe it was a jet flying over, maybe it was a helicopter flying over, but well, it's emitting, it maybe it was nothing. Could have been a weather balloon. Could have been a weather balloon, could have been a blimp, who knows. But it's emitting a signal that just says you're seeing a flying triangle, and it lets your mind build what it saw, so that everybody sees it, but they see something different, so therefore there's no concrete way of saying what it exactly saw. So your brain says, I see a flying triangle. Maybe you see like a musical triangle and the thing going ding, 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 going through the sky, you know? Like from Tom and Jerry. Exactly. You know, who knows? But it was, I know I saw it. I know it was there. I know I experienced it. I don't know what it was. I would like to believe that that technology is possible. I just don't know if we as humans have that technology. Because I think we'd be amazed at the, te- at the well, technology. Well, I agree. We but in order to say that, I think that, the brain would have a certain transmitter and a certain receiver that we're not currently aware of, and that someone has found that receiver and have been has been able to um, broadcast something to access that receiver. Yeah, which is possible. Oh, it's absolutely possible. But I believe I hundred percent believe that's possible because. Uh, I mean, I know you have it happen with your father. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had it happen with people. I've had instances happen where I'm all of a sudden, uh, I'm a song is in my head. And you, then you hear it. And not only do I hear it, but uh, this happened uh, when I was living in Allentown. I was singing a song. My girlfriend turns on the radio. And it's on. And it's not only that song, but in the exact same... Like, I was yeah. listening to the radio. Like, That's, I had headphones on. I was listening to it. Like, your brain can pick up on frequencies. That's happened to me. And what you refer to with my father is that there was a big period in my life where when I was at school, I it got to be such a pattern where I knew when my father would be calling me, even though I didn't talk to him. And it got to the point where I have, and I said it a number of times. Actually, I didn't want to say a number. It probably got to the point where it was um, so common, I don't think I, I even counted it anymore, where I said, oh, I think my father's going to call. And he would. Right. And then my roommates would be like, well, did you know? He was, did you talk to him? Did you know? And I said, no, I I have the feeling. And I started, actually got to the point where they said that a few times, and I said, I think my father's going to call. And he used to. Right. It was that vivid, and that actually just happened to me. So, like, right now, he'll probably call within the next five minutes. He might. You're he actually him. might. Yeah. There's a possibility. Um, let me turn this on just in case he does. Um, this past weekend, it was Easter, and my sister was sitting next to me. I went to my sister's. 
got a big family. My parents were there, and were and I can't remember what the hell. I now I know. Um, my mother makes this um, condiment, I guess you'd call it, for ham for Easter, okay. where it's uh, red beets and horseradish. Ooh. Sounds horrible, <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> okay, I, I like it. All right, you know. I don't know where it came from. I don't know if it's uh, Polish or what the hell it is, but I, I grew up with it. So we're sitting there, and uh, I my mother's and I, I tried some, and I'm like, oh well, it's not really as hot, horseradishy as I'm used to. So I'm like, oh, it's kind of weak. Oh. And then uh, about, mom was probably like, well, no, she's like, she's like, oh, she's like, well, I have some for you. She goes, you just have to get some horseradish and, and add some. And my sister's sitting next to me, and she goes, oh, did you ever try that? And I said, beer and brat mustard. Yeah, it's pretty good. Just like that. Yeah. It was that fast. And nobody at the table even said anything. And they started talking, and I, and I, and I, and I honestly said this. I said, nobody picked up that I just read her mind. Yeah. And, every, and there were a couple of the, the younger kids that looked at me. And then the conversation just kept crawling on. That's just normal. Right. Exactly. It was so normal that nobody picked up on it. Yeah. Yet, I said, like, how often does beer and brat mustard? Yeah, that's come not. Up? Yeah, it's not something that's. It's uh, not something that yeah. comes up. Well, now in logically, family, yeah. well, yeah, but it's not. I, it actually, the only reason that actually exists is because my brother-in-law, I think, picked it up and he liked it. The beer and brat, it's actually pretty sure. Pretty good. It's all, it's yeah. actually pretty. It's pretty awesome. But there was no basis for me to actually say that. It just came. She up. just said. Oh, did you ever try? And I knew without even question because I saw the mustard bottle. That was the first thing I saw was the mustard bottle. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, the beer and brat mustard. Nobody else even picked up on it. Yeah. And so I agree with you that there is some level that we don't um, – we don't – have access to or we don't oh, we currently perceive yeah, it's 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 there but we just we i don't know we forgot that we have it there was a, an, a similar story i agree with you that with the last comment right on a similar story um same girl uh, there was a, a point where i uh this is back when i was living on credit and i had my car repossessed all right that's actually that's right. the the end of me living on credit and walking through the apartment and all I said was, oh, that's all I did. Uh, and this is like weeks later. Oh, she goes, you left your toadies tape in the car, didn't you? <laughs> she was right. And that's exactly what I was thinking. Because at the time, that was my, like, I was I was listening to toadies a lot. And just that's all I said was, oh, I didn't, uh, we weren't talking about it. But she just knew. She picked up on it. I would like to say there's like a universal mind or, I don't, I don't want to say that because I don't believe it's a universal mind, but there's some connection there's some energy transfer oh yeah well uh the universe is made of energy in mm -hmm. many different forms our, our brain works on electrical impulses uh we're made of matter which is just energy condensed so we can tune it in so we can tune it in and uh, honestly i believe and this is where um my my belief in uh, like I, i'm not as you may have noticed by now anybody listening i'm not a religious person um, I, I kind of uh, look at religion as any religion as a cult. Um, but you do have beliefs. I do have beliefs, yes. but I believe that it's more. We're all 
the universe is is everything. We're all we're a part of the universe. Yes. We're, um, I have similar beliefs. Yeah, the maybe something created the universe. Does it pay attention to what we're doing? No, um, but we're all a part of it. So there is a very good possibility that we're all interconnected. You're not so much opposed to the idea of a uh, universal being as you are opposed to uh, the most of the people who follow that uh, undyingly because of the things they created themselves. Yeah, yeah. I'm not opposed to the fact that you know the idea of something that created right. the universe. I just don't believe that it gives a shit what we do. Right. It, it made this, and all the rules that are we supposed to follow. Are great rules. Don't get right. me wrong. I, you know, I think religion is a great thing for um, uh, keeping people grounded. Yes. Giving people morals, um, teaching people right from wrong. Yes. Uh, I agree. Anything beyond that, if you, if you look at it as anything more than a tool to help uh, civilize humanity, you're. I think you're dead wrong. And that's just my belief. Now, I think everybody needs something to believe in. Right. And I would never tell anybody, you know. I've never walked up to somebody and, you know, going, oh, well, you know, this is that and that's the other thing. That's fine. That's what so, you believe. It works for you. I'll play devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. What would you say if someone had an experience? And I'm going to flip it on you afterwards. Okay. But what would you say if someone had an experience where they said they had, um, I guess you could say God, or they had this experience where they asked for help or they talked to God or mm-hmm. something like that? Would you say it was in their head or would you say something happened to them um interestingly enough i have had people uh tell me well, stuff i did like that. i did that's why i said I was yeah. flipping on you. it was like an episode or two ago right where i said that the first poem i ever wrote actually that happened to and i still can't explain that but i did i still say something i had an experience okay but i don't i can't say it was god i'll say this there's there's a lot of things that are unexplainable in this universe yeah me too um, I'll say this, is that we are very uh, small, mm-hmm. oh. and we're very young. Tiny. And we, our brains, and our eyes, and our ears, and our sensory receptors can't pick up or perceive probably 99% of the things that are going on around oh, yeah. us. Yeah, you take everything that we think we know, mm-hmm. and there's for every every single thing, and there's a lot of stuff that we as humans know or think we know or learn right. or thought we have learned. For every one of those things, there's a million things that we will never even begin to imagine. Right. So for me to say that, Okay, so something happened to you or something happened to somebody where they, they saw it as a sign from whatever. whatever. Right. That's awesome. I mean, it's my my epiphany I had when I was younger. Yes. Was that a message from a higher being saying this is how things are supposed to be? I don't know. Could be. Could be. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't. But I've, you're not one to, to, to designate. I'm not gonna nail, yeah, I'm not going to put a label on it and right. say this is, um yep, this is God. But it's and, only uh, this one God. Yeah, it's just the one. Because there's so many different religions. And they all tell basically the same story. Well, uh, that's but this the thing one I love on about... a Tuesday. And this right. one happened, you know, with the guy with the red pants. And <laughs> that's that's the, the one uh, I love about uh, our country right now is that everybody 
uh, says they're American and they say they fight for rights and they, they believe in rights and they want rights. And, but it all, if you had said, well, this America has freedom of religion, which God do you believe in? They would, <laughs> they would hang yeah, you no, up. Yeah, there's no, yeah, this country was, was founded on um, the idea that the, our founding fathers didn't want to be oppressed. Right. It, mostly for religious beliefs. They wanted to be able to believe what they wanted to believe, but we're the first ones to jump on people right. who don't believe what who believes. I mean, the government. I don't. I don't know whose beliefs that we're supposed to be following anymore. But it's, that's good. But it's that's actually good that you think that because you should be confused. Oh yeah. The fact that you if if here this is what I found, and I, I shouldn't say this. I, I shouldn't say it the way I was going to say it. Um, we can edit that out. No, no, you could leave that. No, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that, I want that, no, yeah, that yeah. thought process yeah. in. Is that the. Um, I found that when I think a certain way, or when I automatically, I should say, think a certain way, it's because I trained myself, and I can't put the blame on anybody else. Right. I trained myself to, see, to, to think in a certain way or to see things in a certain way. And that fault lies in myself. I shouldn't automatically default to anything right it's good to have uh as a human it's good to have a uh and an instinct to fall back on well, because instincts are good yeah yeah you, you die without them but you shouldn't an instinct shouldn't be a thought process right because that'll be a kill starting you. point right that'll yeah. kill you as, as, a, as a creature, if you if you automatically think something that might not be real, it's going to kill you. Yeah. As as a, as a as a living being on planet Earth. Right. So so I'm Kurt. I'm Rocco. And you, as always, you can contact. Good. <laughs> yeah. You can contact us at podcasts at primitiveintelligence dot com. Podcast at primitiveintelligence dot com. Podcasts at primitiveintelligence.com. Please send us something. Just say hi. Something. So I know the email address. Tell us we suck. (laughs) Yell at us. Something. Anything. Or, honestly, go to Mysterious Universe and just say hi. Actually, just listen to them. That that is an excellent. That's one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, mine too. Very well done. Very, very well done. Actually, don't go there because I said that. Actually, cut that out. I'll take that out. Yeah, take that out. Um, but yeah, yeah. Send uh, us a line. Drop us a line. Say hi. Send us a note. Send us a text, even though we don't. You can't do that. Yeah. Um, actually, what I'm going to say <clears throat> is that you sit down, even if it's five minutes in your car at a stoplight. Just think about something you'd never think about. Yeah. Think about something. Think about the origins of the universe. And how unrelated to religion it could be. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot out there. I really like that. Free thinking is not a bad thing. Think about your place in the universe and how it relates to you as an actual living person. Yes. As a being. Not not a person. Not even a person. As a living creature. Yes. As a being. I'll tell you what. One great way of getting perspective on everything is go outside at night, find find a spot, a secluded area. Mm. I, and I did this when I was when I was kayaking, and I, I went camping on an island. I'm out in the middle of a river. Yeah. No one around. 
laying on the sand, looking up at the stars, you will never feel smaller and more insignificant in your life. And I, I recommend that to everybody. I completely agree. If there's anything you could ever do, take five or ten minutes and put yourself in a position where you could stare up at the sky and take yourself back a thousand or so years mm-hmm. and just stare up in wonder. Yeah. Like what's, what it is will clear that? your head like nothing yeah. ever. Get in nature. Do something. I think one of my favorite favorite things I ever had happen was I was in Florida. I was just outside of Daytona. Yeah. It was Christmas Day. I went kayaking. I'm out on a river in my kayak. Everybody was at home opening their presents, doing all that stuff. And for about 30 seconds, I couldn't hear a car, an airplane, a boat, nothing. No even hint of civilization. That's nice. I'm out in these mangroves in my kayak with my feet up, my head back, my hands clasped behind my head, and I just laid there floating in the river for about 30 seconds before a plane flew over. And it was just like I was the only person around. And it was just amazing. I recommend that to anybody. I'm going to share something with you. We might clip this out for future use. Okay. For the last um, five to ten years, the only experience I've had at church has been a pallbearer. And it's my church. And... It's oddly enough, I found myself in the first two pews, as pallbearers do, on the left-hand side of the church, um, in the same spot. So every every instance where I've been a pallbearer, I've been sitting in the same pew, in the same spot. And in front of me, there stands the uh, podium where... A lot of the the, the priests uh, or whoever would get up and, and speak. And on the podium, there is um, not a cross, but segmented into four halves where it appears there is a an artistic depiction of four angels. Left, upper, right, angel, uh, bottom left, angel bottom right angel top right angel however the angel has one wing uh, correct and the other wing appears that they ran out of wings so they used a wing from a different angel so it's Hmm. upside down in the sense in other words, they took a right wing and yeah. they put it as a left, left wing. wing. And this is an experience that I've been having now for at least five to ten years. Where I've found myself in this pew at the uh, you know this point of turmoil where I'm having great contemplation and thinking about life and love and family and every single point has been sewn together 
by this one image of an angel with a wing that's upside down. And that's where I'm going to leave you. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. Bye.